0: Hello, and welcome to this week's Health Report with me, Norman Swan, on Gadigal land.
1: And me, Tegan Taylor, on Jagera and Turrible land. Today, I'm curious, Norman, if you had a chance to look inside your arteries to see how healthy they are, would you want to have a look?
0: Well, I did have the opportunity once to see what they looked like from the outside, and that wasn't a pretty sign.
1: Yeah, I don't think I would. I just want to think that they're like pink and squeaky clean and plaque free. But I have been talking to someone who did get to have a peek inside his arteries and it gave him the shock of his life and really prompted him to change things up and get healthier. And so he was a participant in a research project looking into whether this approach of taking a look inside your own body can help people stick with heart health recommendations.
0: Scaring the proverbial out of you to change your <laughs> behaviour. Yeah, well, talking about scaring the proverbial out of you, I've got another story for us today, which is on this blood fat that doesn't get measured very often and where maybe 20% of the population has it at a raised level, and it contributes significantly, possibly as significantly as low-density lipoprotein cholesterol, the nasty form of cholesterol, to heart attacks and strokes. It's called lipoprotein little a.
1: Little a. I can't wait to hear that. And I've also got a story about the link between the youth justice system and kids' risk of poor health or even dying. I think it's fairly well known that people who've been in jail have a higher likelihood of death or health problems, which is something we absolutely should be better at remedying. But I was really shocked to discover that this health risk in kids is there even for kids who don't ever go into custody. It's just any contact with the justice system.
0: Yeah, it's a marker for a lot of different things in life and uh, not simple cause and effect.
1: But first, let's take a look at some health news. And something that has come out in the last week or so is the government's response to the long COVID inquiry. That kicked off way back in 2022. It was tabled in April last year, looking into the problem of long COVID, which so many Australians live with, and what could have been done to support them. So let's have a bit of a look at the government's response and then also the response in turn of the patient advocacy groups representing people with long COVID. Yeah, we
0: will have the link Thanks to this on our website. But there was a whole list of recommendations made by the inquiry and the government's responded. Then there's a whole series of recommendations from the inquiry that the government just notes. You know, when a government just notes, it means they're not going to do anything about it. And one of the key ones that they noted and weren't going to do anything about it was an advi- a multidisciplinary advisory body. This is what the inquiry recommended on indoor air quality and uh, you know, doing something about that.
1: Yeah, well, that's something we've spoken about at length on the health report before. And if people want to listen to a little piece that I did on that, we'll put the link to that on our website as well. And those sorts of things that the government noted that sort of hasn't said that they're going to act on necessarily are mainly the concerns of the patient health group. So um, very shortly after the government's response came out, there was a response from basically the advocacy group representing patients with long COVID, and they're really not happy. The words that they use are profound disappointment and concern. They also call out what you just said, that the committee acknowledges that the only way to avoid long COVID is to prevent prevent being infected with COVID in the first place, uh, and that addressing air quality as a preventive measure would help reduce the spread of infections, but there just isn't support for that recommendation.
0: Have we learned our lessons? Well, see, you can choose your own answer to that question.
1: And speaking of indoor air quality or just air quality in general, there's another piece of health news out just um, from the last day or so about any kind of exposure to fine particulate matter and the the way that that drives disease. So this isn't about covid, this is about particles in the air.
0: Yeah, there's been a lot of long history of these fine particulates and health. And they come from traffic fumes essentially, mostly diesel but to some extent from petrol as well. And essentially it acts like smoking on your body. There, the evidence suggests that it gets inside your body, you breathe it in, it gets into your bloodstream via your lungs, creates inflammation and starts to set up processes very similar to smoking. And it's been controversial. People who don't want to do anything about air pollution suggest, well, this you know, is just not real. But now there's been a study of 59 million people where they've closely correlated people's exposure. These are people aged over 65 in the United States, and they've closely correlated their exposure to fine particulates over a period of three years related to their hospital admissions for coronary heart disease, heart attacks, strokes, and other problems. And what they showed was a very close correlation between the dose of fine particulates they received over three years and their first admissions for things like heart attacks, strokes, even aneurysms and other cardiovascular problems. Yet again, fine particulates show up as what's likely to be a causative factor in coronary heart disease.
1: The fact that it would cause damage to the lungs makes sense to me. I'm always really surprised when I hear this link between fine fine particulate matter and heart disease. What's actually happening once it gets past the lungs?
0: Um, The assumption is it's like smoking. So you could say, well, we can understand why smoking causes lung cancer, but smoking and coronary heart disease... Well, it's about damage to the blood vessels. It's about irritation and inflammation.
1: ABCRN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app.